that has marked our lives in many ways. She has been with us since the beginning of the ministry when we started in our living room. And just to see how God has brought her so far and how he has promoted her and how she is a woman of warfare. A woman that continues to Despite the adversities that she has faced, she is a uh, she's a fireball. She's a fireball. She she really is a fireball. She's very sassy. She's very sassy, but she's very obedient. <laughs> she's been obedient to the process, and it is my honor. It is my honor and my privilege to introduce. Prophet is Jolanda Johnson. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, I want to thank you all for coming. We had a wonderful time at service today. <laughs> Hallelujah. Wow, wow. God is just doing so much, right, ladies? Wow, he, he just keeps surprising us when we think he can't even surprise us anymore. Amen. Oh, my gosh. Wow, Lord. Father, I receive everything that you have poured out today, Lord. I am so excited, Father God, what you have for the women, but that you have for me as well, Father God. We are all your daughters, Lord. And I just want to thank you and praise you once again, Father God, because you are just so worthy to be praised, Lord. If I did nothing except praise you all day long, that would be enough. Because he is more than worthy. Amen. So, Abba Father, I just pray that you will be glorified. And your daughters empowered by every word spoken out of my mouth through the guiding of your Holy Spirit, Lord. As you use me on this evening as a vessel to bring forth edification, Abba Father, to each and every one of these beautiful women that are here before you, Lord. I thank you for the honor and privilege to even stand before them, Father God, and be used by you in Jesus' name, I pray. Give yourselves a round of applause. No matter what you might be feeling, You are beautiful and lovely and a masterpiece in the eyes of God. Amen. Amen. Let's go into our Bibles to the book of Isaiah, chapter 64, verse 8. (laughs) Yes. When you have it, say amen. Isaiah 64, verse 8. Hallelujah. You are holy, Lord. You are holy, Lord. We worship you, Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Yes, he is alive and well in us. Amen, amen, amen. Thank you for that, sister. Amen, amen, amen. Hallelujah. Isaiah 64, verse 8. If you have it ready, let's read it together. I have the New King James Version. But now, O Lord, you are our Father. We are the clay and you our potter. And all we, everybody here, are the work of your hand. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. So what does it mean to be in the hands of the potter or to be the work of his hands? It means that we were made with so much love by the author of love himself. And that because he is good, 
and everything he does is good, we can trust him and know that the works he does in us is always going to be better than anything we could ever do in our own. My question to you is, though, are you trusting God the potter enough to do his works in you? We have so many wonderful worship songs. Another one that we've fallen in love with lately is the refiner. The one that says, you're a fire, refiner. Right? I want to be I want to be tried by fire, purified. You take whatever you desire. Clean my hands, purify my heart. I want to burn for you only for you. Take my life as a sacrifice. I want to burn for you only for you. We sing beautiful songs. The words impact our minds, our hearts. We feel connected. Maybe we shed a tear. Maybe we shed a few tears. They could be tears of joy, tears of sadness, tears of pain. And then it stops. Some of us might wonder why. Some of us might not even pay it any mind at all. But then in time, start to wonder what's going on. Why aren't things going their way? Amen? Have you been there? Because I've been there. And I'll be completely transparent and honest. I've been there, and I've been there, and I've been there, and I've been there, and and I'm probably there right now. Amen? So we invite the potter in to have his way. But then we reject him when he shows up. As he tries to take us, just like the potter takes the clay, and begin the process of molding us into his perfect creation. We once again look at what we can do in our own ability. In the capacity of our own knowledge. And in our own strength. Instead of focusing on what God is able to. No. Sorry. More than able to do. In us and with us. Amen. Hallelujah. Has everyone heard that saying that insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results? Now, I declare in the name of Jesus that no one in this room is insane. We are talking about the acts and not the persons. Amen? Just in case a little disclosure is needed. All right? We've got that covered. Okay? So I want to say this again. Instead of focusing on God and what he is more than able to do in us and with us, instead of allowing him to refine us by taking us through his perfecting fire, we continue an unhealthy pattern to keep trying to do it on our own. Our own way only to fail time and time again. I've been there. Now you might say, why is that? Thank you for asking. The answer is because our way doesn't include Abba Father. Our way doesn't trust Abba Father. For the outcome of our situation, our sadness, our pain, and often even our joy. Our way doesn't include being in the hands of God the potter. We want so much to be in control of things. That even in the midst of trial, in the midst of desperation, it can be hard to surrender our all to God and allow Holy Spirit to have his way. But let's take a look at the relationship between the potter and the clay. Amen? 
what it's like and what happens when the clay is in the potter's hands. Amen. Step one. <laughs> Woo. Every time I try to put the word together, Holy Spirit, please guide me, direct me. So much joy just came into my heart. The lump of clay is chosen by the potter. And right now we're talking about the potter and the natural. The lump of clay is chosen by the potter. Then it has to be prepared. The clay is watered and then a process called wedging takes place. Wedging is the process of when the clay is needed. Like dough, we've all cooked something at some time, right? Some frita, some empanadilla. We made that dough homemade, and we just had to knead it and mold it and knead it and mold it, right? To get it ready for the process that's going to follow. The wedging process is when the clay is needed to take out any bubbles that are inside of it. And it also makes the clay not as sticky. So the potter chooses the clay. Waters and needs it to remove any bubbles and makes it less sticky. Now, why the water? Clay cannot be too dry either. Dry clay is fragile, making it difficult to work with. And it lessens its chances of withstanding time. Now, that's a revelation right there. Dry bowls come alive right now in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Now we're going to take a look in the spiritual realm. Christ is also called the living water. Amen. And the first step into our life as believers begins with our being chosen by him. And then him entering our lives. Yes. Then we could say that we begin to undergo being spiritually wedged. Because the empty places within us, those air bubbles have to be removed and filled with the Holy Spirit so that we aren't being filled by the worldly things. We also need to not be so sticky so that we are not clinging to the life we once had in the world. Remember, God's word says, no one can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will be loyal to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and Ammon. And you will find that in Matthew 6, 24. Now, I watched a video about wedging clay. And those potters take the clay and throw it down hard on the concrete board that they use for the wedging process. They give it a beat down, okay? It was almost abusive, all right? <laughs> but it reminded me of the times I felt that way too. Like I was being beaten down. And even though I asked for it, with my words, you know those words. Lord, do what you have to do. Chisel me, Lord. Break me, mold me. Mold me to your ways, Lord. Do whatever you have to do, Lord. Even if it hurts, do it, Lord. Do it, Lord. When the process would start, though, I would reject it. Take the issue on myself. Hey, God needed my help. Right? We often think that way. But in all seriousness, I was going back to worldly ways. Holes were forming inside of me. Things of the world were creeping in again. I needed the potter. Step two is the process of shaping the clay. Ouch. Who knows what I'm talking about? Woo! A potter may do this by building up and molding the clay by hand. 
or placing it onto his potter's wheel. But either way he chooses, his goal is to form it into the design that he wants it to be. Never taking his hands off the clay as he constantly shaping, as he molds. Checking and double checking for cracks or holes. Shaping and reshaping, doing whatever it takes. No matter how many times it takes to get the precise form he wants to achieve. Never, ever taking his hands off the clay. In that same way, when we are yielded to God, he never takes his hands off of us. No matter which technique he chooses to use, his loving, more than able hands are always upon us. Constantly kneading, shaping, pulling, stretching, so that he can form us. Placing pressure where necessary, because he is creating something beautiful. And some of the greatest and most beautiful things are created when pressure is applied. And here's God the potter molding us into exactly what he purposed when he created us. Talk about pressure. My mama gave me, what, a week to prepare a word for today? <laughs> Hallelujah. All for the glory of God. Amen. Whew, words alone can't describe the love that I have for her. I love you, Mama. Whew. He molds us exactly into what he purposed when he created us. Doesn't matter if he has to restart, take a few steps back in the process. He's all perfect. We're not. So he has to break us down a little bit sometimes. His goal is to create something unique, valuable, and useful for his service. And that is you, 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 me, all of us. Amen. If you have any doubt, Ephesians 2 says, For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. Now, I rarely read outside of the New King James Version. But there is a translation of the scripture that uses, for we are God's masterpiece. Which for this topic, I believe, gives a better picture and or makes a, bitter, a bigger impact statement as to how much God loves us. You know, in all his sovereignty, his love for us is immeasurable. And he takes such delight when we, one, acknowledge that he is in control. Right? Same yesterday, today, and forever. Two, affirm our trust in him. And three, acknowledge his great love for us by willingly putting ourselves in the hands of God the potter. Our action demonstrates our trust and belief in him. Are you still with me? I know many of you have had this experience. And for many, I say not once, not twice, but multiple times. Yes, because I know that I've been there multiple times. And as I stated earlier, I believe I'm there right now. But to God be the glory because I'm here right now. Amen. Every time we start to veer off the driven path, as said, God has to put his potter's hat on again. Come back in 
and reroute us towards him and his righteousness. Some of us struggle in his hands because we are not in control. Because things are not shaping up how we want it to look. I'm going to paraphrase Romans 9.21 because I believe that this is the part that really applies to what we're talking about today. Does not the potter have power over the clay? Again, are we trusting God for his good works in us? Think of this as parents ourselves, because God is our Abba Father. Do we not redirect the ways of our children from the minute they start walking, setting them back on the path towards the way they should go? I remember (laughs) that my husband and I couldn't wait for my grandson to start walking so we could do more things with him. Oh, my gosh. But when he started walking, he went wherever he wanted You know, the hands in the air, all crazy, silly, and and would walk. And we'd have to chase after him because we didn't want him to go to the wrong area and hurt himself or walk into something, right? But he would start laughing and think it was a game and just make a U-turn and speed off and, and go about his way, and we couldn't catch him. But praise God that God can catch us. He is a gentleman. But when he has spoken a word over you, that word is going to come to pass. Only you can delay it, but it will come to pass. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So in the spirit, when we are not in the hands of God the potter, that's what some of us look like. Aimlessly going about life and for the most part in the wrong direction. Some start falling into old habits. Ooh, Holy Spirit conviction begins to fade away. What once sound like a loud fire alarm, or those really loud weather alarms in those areas that face severe storms in the constant, so they have a town-wide alarm system, now becomes a mere beep. You're not as connected as you were. You're hurting. You're doubting. Enter God the potter. Scoops you up. Needs those needs. Right? The needing process. Those newly forming bubble empty spaces right out of you. Because there is not one area of your life that he does not care about. And I want that to really sink in with you. There is not one area of your life that he does not care about. Amen? Oh, all that needing hurts, right? And then he places, well, throws you on the wheel to form you back into the beautiful creation he had originally made you. He is in control. And this time, however, the result is even more beautiful and more original than before. Amen. You are so good, Lord. You are so good, Lord. We move on to step three, the firing of the clay. Firing the clay is what matures the clay and makes it strong. After the firing, it is now durable and able to endure 
and withstand thousands of years without completely deteriorating. Have you seen those shows when they found something in the sand in the desert? Or even when they show Israel and they have believed to have found original pieces of pottery from the days that Jesus walked the earth. Amen. That is fired up clay. That clay went through the refining fire. Amen. Now there are two steps in the firing process. The second step makes the clay stronger and durable as it reinforces it with an extra layer of protection. Can you imagine that in the spirit? In those times when we are going through hardship, feeling weak and hurting to the point we start to think we can't go on. We learn that although we may be walking through the fire, all kinds of emotions trying to take us over and count us for out. God the potter is making us stronger. He is reminding us that we have purpose. His purpose fulfilled through Christ Jesus. He is kneading then molding. Taking our sadness and pain and replacing it with his joy. With his love. With his peace. Every doubt bubble being filled with the assurance of his promises and our eternity with him in heaven. Look at what Isaiah 43 2 says. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And through the rivers, they shall not overflow you. When you walk the fire, you shall not be burned, nor shall the flame scorch you. I have to say that one again. When you walk through the fire, you shall not be burned, nor shall the flame scorch you. In the loving hand of God the potter, we have been made strong and durable and can now withstand the storms and fires of life. That means that while the trials may come, the storms may come, we are able to withstand. We are strong and durable in the hands of God the potter. Amen. That is so beautiful. That is so beautiful. Thank you, Lord. We love you, Lord. You are so good to us. Four is the finishing stage. This is where all the final touches are made. Glazes, paint, so we can have shiny or mate. Is that right, Mama? Mate? Right? Mate? Okay. <laughs> we can be done in one color or many. Endless possibilities for the potter to uniquely decorate each and every individual design. Woo, that is so exciting. How beautiful it is to know that we are all a uniquely decorated and one of a kind designed from the hands of God himself, illustrated through the parable of the potter. Amen. Now here the clay, as every believer should be, is surrendered, trusting and resting in God's will. It has accepted God's perfect design for it in his more than able hands and place of safety. Amen? I'm going to read you a poem that was birthed in this lesson. In the hands of the potter, I am free. Free to be me, free to be all that he created me to be. In the hands of the potter are held every tear, 
Before me, behind me, he promises to be forever near. Not before a moment, not before a while, but each and every day, year after year. In the hands of the potter, I am made new. Loneliness and confusion become things of the past. See, over and over, I had tried. Over and over, I had cried. Doing it my way just didn't last. In the hands of the potter, I am loved. I am nurtured. I am embraced. He won't let me go. His peace, his wisdom and strength envelop me. In the hands of the potter, I am not just free. I am whole. I am all he created me to be. Now, ladies, I know life can be difficult at times. As women, we wear so many hats. We are daughters, maybe sisters, wives, mothers. We work inside the home and we work outside of the home. Doing so much, yet so often feeling as if we've accomplished nothing. Life surely takes us through many ups and downs, right? Many highs and lows. For some, this can give a sense of accomplishment and self-worth, but for others, not so much. Some see the busyness of their lives as rewarding, but for others, depression sneaks, catching them off guard, off guard, sorry, and unprotected. But don't ever forget God's promise that says that he will never leave us or forsake us. He will never leave you or forsake you. He is committed to his word. So we reap the benefit of that commitment as believers, his word. Amen. God the potter enters. And you will never, ever be alone. And he will never, ever take his hands off of you. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah.